0: Partner in Parenting Part Two.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Out of Control Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. And we're here to talk about all things out of control because life sometimes feels a bit out of control.
0: Yeah. So we need to live out of the control,
1: live inside of a little bit more surrendering, a little more accepting. And that applies to life, to relationships, family business and a lot
0: of pretty much everything yeah so that's what we're here to
1: talk about so we're not experts by any means but we are on this journey and hoping to have the conversation with you here on the podcast as well as in our conversations on instagram and tiktok all right so if you want to find us on tiktok it is streaming freedom that's how you find us as well as on instagram yeah and so this is a podcast out of control podcast brought to you by streaming freedom all right um Interesting fact today? Interesting fact?
0: You said you had that? Covered. I had one.
1: I did, and I'm trying to remember what it is. So, while I My I'm interesting thinking,
0: fact is I'm starving. Oh, yeah. I've not eaten enough today.
1: Yeah. So, we've recorded a few podcasts today and Molly is starving. Oh, my interesting fact is I actually am a, a best-selling Amazon best-selling author. Okay, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag about this thing because I think it's a joke. It's kind of funny. (laughs) Okay, I really actually have been in like the number one best-selling books. But um, the interesting world, uh, I've actually had two experiences writing books and uh, being published. So I've actually been published in two books. They're not well, what's the word? Um, Laid out? No, the layouts are fine. Uh, they they're just not really out there in the world. Um, so advertised, I, marketed. yeah, advertised, marketed. That's a good way to say it. So they were kind of collaborative um, works. Um, the cool part is they were alongside of a couple people that I liked, like Brian Tracy, um, and some other guys. Uh, one of the books was called Against the Grain, and it was a book about just kind of how you. Um,
0: is it kind of like it's a, kind of like it's a, a compilation like chicken soup for the soul? Yeah,
1: and in fact, the other book I was in was with. Um, the chicken soup for the soul guy along with Jim Rohn. And so it was a group book where they contributed something and a bunch of other authors contributed something and we published the book. And um, that one's called uh, R- Writings from the Heart. I don't think you can find them anywhere.
0: But you're writing a book right now.
1: I am writing a new book right now. That is true. I forgot about that. So I'm continuing to work on a book is that it gonna is... going to be dedicated to me? And it will be dedicated <laughs> to Molly, meaning that any of the prophets will go to Molly... <laughs> i'm just kidding um the the, (laughs) she spends all our money (laughs) not true okay no it is true okay (laughs) so uh so uh now we're gonna have to give away the profits to charity so uh, (laughs) okay so i'll be your charity (laughs) 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 such a generous soul okay so um the the a book I'm writing right now, though, is about the concept of creation and how we are and do play a part in creating the life around us. And so, I'm in some deep thoughts around that right now.
0: Don't don't worry, y'all. I will read it and give feedback.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> but I I think the concepts are really powerful. Um, they've been instrumental in in some of the things that I've created in my life and experiences I've created in my life. Um, so. Uh, Although I'll, I'll be like completely honest. Like I am still sitting with this question of on one hand, I have very directly watched life manifest for me Mm -hmm. in magical ways. I have watched, I, 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 for example, put on my wall, a picture that was ink magazine, ink 500 magazine with my company like i'd made it up like you know like you do and it said the real alliance the company and in 2017 i was in ink 5000 fastest growing companies so i've watched like these things manifest and happen um and there's another conversation about acceptance and surrendering and and in fact we're going to circle back around to this conversation of surrendering and creation probably in the future mm-hmm. um but there's some of that that's been swirling around that's, that's actually impeding me from completing my book. Because I want to honor this other side of my new awarenesses around surrendering. And so I am trying to find the balance of understanding. Like I want a whole understanding as to the reality of life. Whether it is w- where the balance between surrendering and creation is. Because um, I feel we are super powerful and I feel there's value in letting life show up. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll see where that goes. Okay, hold up though, before we go any further, we have another review for the podcast.
0: Yay! So, Thank uh... you. This is from R Dreek. I think I'm saying that right. All right? Um it's titled so authentic. A high five and prayer emoji. Okay. And we were rated with five stars.
1: Oh, I like it when people rate us with five stars.
0: Yeah. It says living life with a partner can be extremely challenging and filled with obstacles. But if you and your other half are unable to communicate, build trust and walk together to your destination, the journey will be a burden, not a pleasure. Therefore, tune into this authentic couple as they share the journey of mutual success um, and the tools they use. Thank you. High five emoji. Cool smiley face with sunglasses emoji. A happy showing teeth emoji. (laughs) and another prayer emoji
1: all right all right well um i appreciate uh our drink
0: yeah i i liked uh what this person said um the journey will be a burden not a pleasure yeah so
1: we felt both sides of it and that's all we're here to share yeah so thanks for that okay so today we are following up on our last Mm -hmm. podcast which was a podcast on partnering and parenting yeah
0: this is part two, guys. This
1: is part two. And so this is the last one we talked about all the things that we...
0: Sucked at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wish we would have done better. Okay, that's a better way to put Another it. Another way to say it. Um, but, but in this part, we're going to talk about the keys to getting on the same page. We we In that podcast, we talked about how... And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that one. But in this one, uh, what, what we really acknowledged kind of at the end of that one is that even though we really were not good at this early on, we actually feel like this is something we are doing a bang up job on as a couple now. Yeah, but I feel really, really good about how we work together in parenting.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're not perfect, but I feel really. I don't even know what the word aligned. Is. Aligned, and I just feel I feel content in our parenting and um, how we're we're raising our boys. Like there's just this overall sense of peace mm-hmm. and not saying that, you know, hard things won't pop up and, you know, I can't read the future, but I just feel like we have a really solid foundation so that no matter what shows up in the future, um, we'll, we'll still be a really connected family.
1: Yeah. 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 I think that's maybe what it is for me too. I feel like we have laid the foundation to have a family that will be connected to each other for many, many years in the future. Yeah. And though there may be challenges or conflicts or difficulties, you know, who knows? You know, I lost my wife when I was 22 years old. I don't know if my kids will go through those kind of things. Um, I don't know if my kids will struggle with any sort of difficulties in life. Yeah. I, I imagine they'll have some, right? Some may have some job challenges or financial challenges or they may have other challenges that I can't foresee. They may have marital challenges, right? I, I'm not here saying that I feel like my kids are going to live perfectly happy cupcakes and ding-dongs life.
0: But I feel like they're going to want to um come home, meaning like yeah. come back to their, their roots, yeah. meaning their family. Yeah. And whether that's once a year or multiple times a year, whether we live near each other or far apart, I just feel like they'll... It's almost like this magnet will draw them, yeah,
1: in a healthy way. Back and no, in yeah, a completely not, healthy yeah, way. Yeah, not, not in an enmeshment a, or they need us or obligatory. They have, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It just, I don't know. There's a, I just feel like this, and it, it I feel like it, there's been a big shift from the beginning of when we started traveling in mm-hmm. 2016, yeah, until present day, um, and I feel like it continues to shift in a good way. That there's just this energy with our family that just feels,
1: it's what I, it's it what I would want. Good. It's what I would want for any of my friends. It's what I would want for any of my friends and their kids. Like it's, and it's, I think it's why we're sharing this podcast is it's, it's, we're not parenting experts, no. but I would love for anybody else to experience what we're experiencing. And I don't know all the reasons why we're experiencing it. And I know there's some people out there that are like, well, I'll just give it another few years and you're going to see, you know, you'll see when you've got Two teenagers or whatever. And it's like, you know, maybe I will.
0: We have two teens. And and uh, uh, there was a little rocky.
1: Sure. We're not saying right? that our life is perfect and our, our relationships are perfect. It's 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 just that. It's that there seems to be this peace in the future in, in our
0: I feel like we have a we have laid and done the work for a really solid foundation of safety and trust in our family unit that will help us navigate the the hard times that will pop up
1: and navigate them u- with a unified supportive front for each other. Yeah. Right. Which I, I think I have a lot of that with my family, but it's a little bit different. I feel like with like, I, we don't have bad relationships with anybody no. in our family. Like we, I love my brothers and sister. I love my parents. I know they all love me. If I needed something, I could call them up and they would over backwards to help me like we are blessed with those kind of family and your family is the same way yeah like I'll, I'll even even the the challenges that you have in your family like still the same thing right yeah. there's there's still it's not all perfect when we all get together but
0: at the end of the day we the all, the day, love, we each all other. love each
1: other and would really do anything and there, and there's not like this overarching like resentment for mm-hmm. each other's um worlds especially us like our, me and you, and our families. There's mm-hmm. there's a couple people in different pieces of the family that have some struggles, but so I think that's that's really lucky. But I feel like we even and I and I would even credit like that history yeah. for giving us a leg up on what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was a foundation that we laid that allowed us to build maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. in how we're doing it with our kids. And not, not, not better. Like, I don't feel like we're better than them, but I, I just feel, it just feels good. It just feels peaceful. It feels good. And it feels deeply connecting and supportive. Yeah. And, and I think it culminates in, in like the conversations that we hear with our kids. Like when Nick says, Hey, I think when I'm a kid, when I'm a dad, you know, I'm going to do the things that you guys are doing. Right. When Tyler says, dad, when I go to college, I'm going to call you every week and talk to you for 10 minutes.
0: And he said, mom, I'll text you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I, I think that, you know, it says we trust this is a safe place to grow yeah. and to share.
0: And to I be mean, open. I have envisioned, did a meditation and I like, I don't know where our forever home is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what state it's in uh, or when it will happen, mm-hmm. but I just have this vision of what it looks like and mm-hmm. how it feels. Yeah. And I'm excited for whenever that takes place.
1: Yeah. So do you want to tell people where it is so if they know of this place, they can let us know so we can find it?
0: Okay, guys. It's green. Okay. So the summer times would be lush and green. Okay. It's got lots of trees. Okay. So, which makes me feel like it's not in Utah. Okay. Utah is beautiful. We love the mountains. Yeah.
1: I'm hoping it's in Colorado then.
0: <laughs> um. I I just feel like it's in Tennessee or something. Okay. And I don't know why. I've never even lived there. We barely even yeah. traveled there.
1: Yeah, we gotta find some mountainous place in Tennessee because I want mountains.
0: Um and, and may not I'm I'm open. Okay. But I just it's feels private mm-hmm. but not secluded. Yeah.
1: It's kind of wooded, but it's it like fills, a drive up.
0: So you have like a drive uh-huh. up with trees and then it opens up into the the beautiful house, the garden house, and then behind the house is a pool. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side of the pool is like it would look like a kind of a barn, like an event barn, but it would be it'd have like a big kitchen and big living space. And like, I want an indoor skating rink that's also a basketball court, guys. I have big dreams, okay? <laughs> but then, behind, so please
1: subscribe to this podcast. So, can...
0: <laughs> so then, behind that yeah. is the beautiful gardens because I've Figured out that I like to garden and okay. I really like plants. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. And I can actually and, grow, and, and I can a, grow food. I know how
1: to. Now. Yeah. And, and there'll be a pig there. Oh, yeah. A big,
0: fatty pig. Um. And then kind of offset from the garden is this beautiful fire pit area. And then in a semicircle around the fire pit are tiny homes, tiny houses. Okay. This is going to cost a lot of money. I don't know how we're going to get there, but.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm gonna manifest this. All right. So that's your dream. If you guys have heard of some place like this, it doesn't have to have all the features. But if like the, no, no, it can be just landscape. a piece of land that I. And can then for my sake, on. if there's at least like a pond or a river, no, I do. within I, view or a mountain, I do want like, a creek like on the on edge of property. a mountain, then I'd be running I'd be good. water. Yeah, I want to. Okay.
0: All right. Water's very peaceful. A running creek. Yeah. I like movement in my water. Lake's yeah. beautiful,
1: but. I do like, I would like a lake though. All right. So that's <laughs> Molly's vision for the future. So if you know of that place, please, you know, leave a review, uh, go on her Instagram, let us know, connect with us. It's Dreamin' Freedom on Instagram.
0: That that picture embodies what I feel about our family.
1: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And a place to where they can they can come home to
0: and it's safe. I just see, yeah, our lives, like the last, like the other part of yeah. our adult Children. Lives, yeah. Our lives. and Not living stage. there with us, but no. they have a place to come home to but all I just, the time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just this feeling of like.
1: Yeah.
0: And I and I actually don't see our kids living near us for some reason.
1: Mm. Probably because we moved to Tennessee and they're not in Tennessee.
0: But I I also hope that I've created, I've really worked on trying to create space for them to know that whatever they pursue, wherever they want to live, is mm. perfect for them. Yeah. Fortunately, technology allows us to be connected even if they're not right close by. But I will, you know, if Tyler becomes a professional football player, I'm gonna be in every
1: game. Yes, you will. (laughs) You will.
0: Okay. So so how (laughs) did we get
1: here? How did we get to a place where we feel so good about our family? So we're gonna talk about the keys to how did we get get here? I haven't seen your list, so this is good. (laughs) All right. So number number one key to getting on the same page and partnering and parenting is that you should talk about it before you're a parent and likely even before you get married.
0: Yeah. We didn't do that, but we talk a lot about it now.
1: Yeah. So a couple it, things I would say, yeah. about, Oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, we talk a lot about it now because we want to try to give that to our children.
1: Yeah. So for me, um, some of the things to talk about is to start with vision Like, what do you want? And and as much as there is a place, I think, for trusting your children and not setting expectation on your children and all of that, it doesn't mean that you, you know, are negligent and your kids just kind of raise themselves. Like, so what is it that you value? Like, what does communication look like? What does play look like? What does recreation? Like, one of the things, conversations we had was about the quantity of recreational activities our kids were we're doing.
0: Yeah, I remember that conversation with you.
1: Yeah, and for me, like my mom was a freaking chauffeur during that stage of our lives, being teenagers, and and we would all do two sports a year or more, and my mom just drove us around everywhere, and that was just what moms do, right? And so when my wife, like when I we, remember you said that, to yeah, me, and I was like, uh,
0: I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's what moms just do. Yeah, but. We didn't, we didn't have immediate change, but, but since that initial interaction with the me, like, mm-hmm. this is really tiring and time consuming. Is this like, what's normal? What's not? We've had a lot of conversations since then and, and we've come at it. We've ended up at a good place. Yeah.
1: And I think I realized, okay, it's okay if my kids are not always involved in something all the time. And and you've kind of been okay. I kind of recognize there's some sacrifice sometimes. And sometimes yeah. I do have to kind of drive the kids around and be chauffeur during uh, certain stages um, of the life. I
0: have come to a conclusion that if, if there's like one sport at a time. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but even that can be tough if you have three, four, five kids.
0: Right. And not yeah. all our kids at like. And also it's okay if we have a kid that doesn't want to have organized sports in their life.
1: Or don't push them to get into organized sports. <laughs>
0: Well, no, like Nick did football.
1: Yeah, no, he did.
0: And it just wasn't his thing. I don't think organized sports are the end-all, be-all of childhood. I didn't do, I did dance. Yeah, Nick loves skiing. Yeah. Benny's into MMA. I think, like...
1: Well, one of the nice things that worked for us was that I did coach them quite often, and there's been more than, you know four years or so of our kids growing up where our kids were on the same team. Yeah, our older boys. Our older boys were. And so that was kind of nice because it allowed for me to kind of take care of two of them where then Nick a lot of times didn't have anything or, you know, and so you weren't Doing all the chauffeuring around. We also homeschool, which means there wasn't the driving to school and back every yeah. day that that a lot of moms do. Which is not everybody. Not everybody's gonna but be. I think able to do I that.
0: think you. That's why communicating and talking yeah. about it is important. So you guys can be, you guys as in, both partners, mm-hmm. can be on the same page, right, and understand what's important. Yeah. To each of you.
1: And I think what the point I'm pushing is to to really talk about the details, not yeah. just oh, I want my kids to homeschool or not homeschool or like some of the big things, like that's good. Or, you know, do, should we have a curfew or not have a curfew, right? Like, or, you know, but like how much video game time do you feel comfortable? And and some of that may change mm-hmm. as you get along, but it's kind of good to talk about. Like your husband may be a total gamer and he yeah. may be like, no, I can't wait for my kids to game and yeah. I want them to get into gaming because then we can play together and I'm really excited about that time frame. I, Whereas somebody else may be like, no, in our family, we never gamed. You know, right. I, I never, I was a girl, I, you know, if a girl, you know, some, some girls I don't did game. play Nintendo. Yeah. Duck Hunt. You were amazing <laughs> at Duck Hunt, I bet. Uh, so, but, but, you know, whereas a woman may feel very strongly, and, and I know there's gamer women out there, right? But like someone else may feel like, no, I really, I'm afraid I've watched my brothers be antisocial because of their gaming habits or so, so have that discussion. Yeah. Like, okay. And, how and do we. I don't
0: know if this is on your list. Um. It might not because this is just parenting, but I'll let you see my list.
1: Um, we're talking about talking before about parent, what you're, how you're going to parent before you parent. That's, that's what. okay. We're,
0: so this could fall under okay that category is, is realize that you're each child is an individual person. Mm-hmm. And so I don't believe in blanket parenting. Mm-hmm. What works for one doesn't mean it's going to work for the other. And here's a, My most favorite phrase that I say to my kids Mm -hmm. that I hope one day they say as adults and then they're like, oh, crap, I'm being my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only fair is where you get cotton candy. Yes. And so I've made it very clear. We made it clear to our kids like. How we parent is not going to look Mm -hmm. fair. Yeah. Tyler got a phone when he was 11, Mm -hmm. but that's because he started babysitting then. We didn't have a home phone. We lived in an RV. Like Mm -hmm. he needed a phone. Right. Benny didn't get a phone until he was like 14, 14 and a half. Nick is. But he had an iPad. But he had an iPad. But he didn't have.
1: A phone. A phone. Yeah.
0: No phone number. And. He had iMessage and FaceTime if he had Wi-Fi, but he didn't have yet. Um, Right. And then Nick, I don't know when he's going to get a phone. Like it's just a child by child basis right like
1: and it's okay to allow your parenting to adjust a little bit and it's okay to tell your kids that this is there's not it's not always going to be equal yeah and it's okay the light world's not equal it's okay for family not to be equal yeah that doesn't mean that you don't need to pay attention to needs and wants and desires of your children and be sensitive to that but but what you give to like some kids Need a lot of time and attention. I mean, all kids need some time, right? But Mm -hmm. like some kids are very, very, they value, like this love languages, they value quality time. Other kids value, you know, like Tyler, Tyler doesn't as much need like me to play with him, but he really loves good conversation.
0: He loves good conversation and passing the football.
1: Yeah. So. But, but actually Ben values passing the football with me more than Tyler does. Tyler would prefer to have a conversation with me than he would to go pass the football with me, I would bet. Okay. Right? Whereas Ben, now with you, it might be different. Like I he actually like may prefer you to pass the football.
0: But he'll, We'll have conversations. But I, so as a parent, mm-hmm. I try to make mental note of yeah how, and I think it changes over the years too. Right. I think you'll have a common thread. Sure. Um, But so when one of my kids is like, when Tyler's like, do you want to throw the football? Or he starts talking to me. And even if it's not like the ideal time Uh, or it's late at night, which is very typical with teenagers, I am, make it a point to show up for him. Yeah. In a way, like I'm going to be present. I'm going to pass the football. I'm going to have the conversation. And sometimes that conversation is really just listening to him. Yeah. Giving some like, "Mm, yeah, and some thoughts, but it's really just listening to what they want to talk about. Like with Nick, he said the other day, he's like, Mom, I really like it. I really like you because you really listen to me when I talk about my video game. Mm -hmm. Do I like video games? Mm -mm. No. (laughs) But it's hugely impactful for me to listen and and actually really try to actively listen and ask questions.
1: Yeah. So we need to do another podcast on like the the whole actively listening with your kids. I think that that's Write that, that down I, before we forget.
0: Okay. Because we'll, uh, there is there is a difference and your kids know it. Yeah.
1: But let's get back to partnering. Okay. So talk about these different aspects. Yeah. As many aspects as you can. What's this? Number two, create together. Realize that you are shaped by how your parents did it, but this can be a totally new way. It oh, could so, be even better. Yeah,
0: so talk about how each set of your parents did it and how you want to take some things.
1: Yeah. like So what I would say is sit down and make a list of your own. So what were all the things that your parents did that you actually value? Yeah. Maybe you didn't even like them. Like my dad used to wake us up at on Saturday morning like at 6 o'clock. It probably was realistically 7 or whatever. But it was early in the morning, and then he would be the one that sort of – encouraged us to get out there and do our our yard work and get our work done mm-hmm. on Saturday so we could go play. And we would a lot of times go to the lake then by about 10 o'clock or so, right. So so I even though I didn't love that when I was a kid, I was like, oh I gotta get up again. I valued that my dad played a role in supporting my mom and us cleaning the house and like to me that was a very good thing my dad did. Now my mom kind of organized the chores and who did the chores, but my dad was there like supporting that to me, like that was something and we don't do it the exact same way but i do feel like i support my kids in learning to do hard work they mow our lawn they shovel they our a lot, drive a they lot, do a lot of stuff they the house. do cleaning clean their parts around the vacuum, house vacuum
0: dishes yeah. trash they they yeah. do
1: yeah and so discussing that like realizing those yeah. things and and your mom had some of your siblings do that. You pretty much did nothing, I think, if I heard correctly. I
0: vacuumed a, every day in the I'm summer. I'm just kidding. No, but I I really did a lot less than my older brother and sister. Yeah. Um, but but something that I loved, I always felt like really celebrated on holidays and birthdays, and yeah. that's something that has carried over into
1: Yeah. So your parents were really big on celebration. My parents were not. Yeah. I mean, I I, I want to. I don't want to throw my mom under the bus because if she listens to this, she'll be like, <laughs> what? I made all those cakes for you. She, no, she did. I, 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 It wasn't that I didn't feel celebrated. Um,
0: Always just felt super special.
1: Yeah. Um, we, and, and and I would say my mom, like she really did do like a good, but we, did, I don't think, I, I, this is my recollection. Maybe I'm rough. We were in a family like where you had a birthday party every year with friends. You might've had like family come over and. And, you know, cut a cake up and there would be some presents. But it wasn't, well, don't it was like, we, not like how we celebrate our I don't kids. know
0: if we have, if I had friend birthday parties every year. Mm-hmm. But I always just felt like, like that was my special day.
1: Yeah. And maybe because mine was so close close to our church conference. And I so I was always, like, always sharing it with our church conference.
0: Like I just <laughs> felt, I always felt like my mom
1: Yeah, I'd be interested in what my parents, my my brothers and sisters, and I don't
0: even. I maybe I just maybe it was just a couple birthdays and then it just stuck with me and I just feel.
1: But celebrating holidays is a huge deal for you, and you love doing that.
0: And it's not like I necessarily want like. I'm like I super like decorate or no that's true it, it it's simplistic but it's the energy yeah behind it. Right, like it's thoughtful with my boys, we do i'm I'm get better at it with you, but may, but here's an aha moment because you've never been big into celebrating. I feel like you just kind of go along for the ride with me and how excited I get mm-hmm. at holidays. Then I'm like, well, maybe subconsciously, I've been like, well, maybe he doesn't really want to be overly celebrated,
1: um. But if you I, do, I, I will do better. I, I felt w- like
0: I celebrated you pretty good this year.
1: We can talk about that later. <laughs> we went to her favorite place on earth on my birthday. That's how we celebrated me. So um
0: oh, that's not my fault. You bought tickets for that day. I know. I was talking about your I celebration. I, I
1: I know. I know, but <laughs> there No, so this it, is th- an
0: aha moment. Do okay. you want to be celebrated like I celebrate the kids?
1: Okay, no, I'm your husband, not your child.
0: Well, no, you know, I want to
1: be celebrated like a husband would want to be celebrated on their birthday. That would be very valuable for me.
0: I thought I did that this year.
1: Uh, Not on my birthday.
0: Oh, because we stayed out till two o'clock in the morning. Okay,
1: so we'll (laughs) we'll discuss that later.
0: Okay, well, I'm not saying celebrate you like I celebrate the kids, as in you're a child. Yeah, I'm more of an
1: afterthought though in my birthday.
0: I meant as in make it like a big deal.
1: Um, I think there's some very clear things I value and appreciate okay. in a relationship
0: so I could do better at that.
1: And that would be it it's, it's not very complicated and it would be I felt like highly I did meaningful. better
0: this year wasn't on your birthday birthday because of circumstances.
1: Yeah, we can, we can, we can. Anyways, talk more about how that's a whole we do. <laughs> other podcast episode.
0: But okay, I digress. Let's go back. Okay. But something that I feel like I adopted from my mom is the excitement that exists around holidays yes. and birthdays, and so I feel like yeah. I've carried that in my own way. I don't even know how I came up with it. I don't yeah. know if I saw it from someone or just decided this is what we're doing. Yeah. But it's it's more recently that I've made it feel really special, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we do birthday week. Yeah. So like my boys know that if their birthday is on a Monday, the yeah. Monday before that is when we start birthday week. Yes. And it, it you don't even have to, I don't even spend that much money. It's like these little, little tokens yeah. or treats or it's all about thought. Yeah. It's about really knowing the person. Yeah. And doing stuff that makes them feel like you really thought about them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I celebrate each of the kids. Yeah. All week.
1: And as much as I'm complaining about you celebrating me, I am not always great about celebrating you. No. Perfectly.
0: But you last last year. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna sound bad, like you only did it really good one year. I feel like the last couple years mm-hmm. have been good. And well, I
1: like had one year I did not do good and pretty much that stays in your head for the rest of my life.
0: And I think I also, because I have such high, like, cause I have so much fun doing it for the kids. Right. I've sucked at it with you.
1: Mm-hmm. But you expect me to not suck at it with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm doing, I'm, that's coming next. Okay. Okay. Where you feel properly celebrated. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get so off topic.
1: I don't know who's doing that. Oh my gosh, it's me.
0: <laughs> Anyways, that could be a whole nother podcast. We could just talk about birthdays because last year's birthday was so amazing. I don't know if you'll ever be able to top it.
1: Okay, well, we'll see. Um, you have a birthday coming up, so maybe by the next podcast we'll I know. do.
0: Is it my birthday week yet? I have, how have I not even thought of this?
1: Okay, so. Wait, hold on. Our point Oh my gosh, my birthday is... week
0: started on Wednesday, guys.
1: I thought it starts on the week of your birthday. No, starts it's. Week if it's on
0: a Wednesday, it's the Wednesday before.
1: See, I've already, I'm already behind the eight.
0: Ball. Here, here's something else about me, real quick. It's totally off topic. It's about celebrating. But once that celebratory day is over, it is done. Yeah. Okay, Which so doesn't
1: always work to coordinate birthday parties with everybody that wants to be at a birthday party.
0: Right. Because my birthday's on a Wednesday. So my birthday week started this Wednesday. But that mm. means. Next weekend will be less impactful.
1: Mm-hmm. So she'll be pissed all the way until a party happens.
0: Guys, I have such rigid expectations. <laughs> the point in all of
1: this was maybe there's something from your family that would bring value to your parenting. <laughs> Discuss those things and get oh, on the same page. <laughs> All right. Well, back from Tangentville, we're on to I also key had number three. I'm it on that. Okay. All right. Awesome.
0: <laughs> and you have ADHD?
1: I know. I know. Um, I'm actually good at being focused Can on Can you things get ADHD
0: like by just living with someone with it yes, for so long? It's
1: contagious. It's <laughs> contagious. All right. Uh, key number three is open up on what's hard for you. Why oh. is
0: that so hard?
1: Well, I think to do it in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I mean, I think there's, it's hard to ask for help,
0: but I think I was really bad at waiting until I was way past the need for help. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like I'm better.
1: Well, and, and I feel like your way of asking for help was never asking for help. It was complaining, whining, nagging about you don't ever do anything. Yeah. Right. So it was like this, and those are just kind of, you know,
0: well I think the harder emotions Yeah. Um if we're not emotionally intelligent Right. is we mask the harder emotions with anger. Yeah, we, we and use some other mechanism, yeah. When really below that is maybe hurt, exhaustion, yeah. overwhelm.
1: And that, that that's where I felt like the shift happened for us. When I started to interpret your nagging, your your complaining, your whining as a cry for help rather than a criticism of me, yeah. then things started shifting.
0: But and then bigger shifts happened when I became aware of why I did what yeah. I did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. The work that you've done has been super tremendous, but it may, it, it became, it became, um, easier to not resent yeah, those tendencies when, when I heard them in a different way. And, um, and then, yeah, and then you, you stop doing that. Like, I don't, I mean, eh, you still nag me about certain things, but it's not like, it's not as intense and it's not as.
0: I try to do it in a funny snarky.
1: Yeah. You, you actually, that's been really good. Like we, we play with each other more and yeah. the things that we are irritated with each other on rather than really, really being critical yeah. of each other. So open up on what's hard for you and allow your partner strengths to support your weaknesses. And I think there's sort of this, this sort of underlying message that if I have to ask for my partner's help, then I'm not good enough. Like if 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 I if I can't handle being the mom, the super mom, I, I think there's a lot of mom. Now, I don't know that you fall into this as much. Um, I, mean, I, think, I think
0: mine was more control. Like yeah, I just yeah. want things done the way I want them done. So I'm just going to do them. Yeah. Almost like a self.
1: But like I can see certain people in my life who are like they try to be super moms yeah. and they like try they they like don't want to ask their husbands to help because they feel like it's their job to take it all on
0: yeah that's not something i struggled with
1: but but that's it's just, it's but it's 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 a it's a challenge of mm-hmm. like how can i ask someone well, and they
0: for help. might be married to a man that expects them right to be super mom. yeah
1: yeah which is not, so but sometimes a man may need you to express like, yeah. It takes and a lot for a man to understand. We don't, we
0: don't read. Yeah, no, and I and I think our society has has had huge shifts yeah. with, you know, parenting in general. Like it's not all on the mom. Like there's a lot more hands on dads.
1: Well, and there may be dads yeah. that are like, hey, like I mean, I think there's been times where I had to come. Okay, look, babe, like this is not my area of expertise. So if if you're willing to, to handle that piece of raising our kids, then I appreciate that. Then I, you know, if you need a break sometime, that's fine. But, but like the truth is I am not good at that thing. Right. And I don't know that there's been a lot of those things in my world, but you know, but I think you've been like, you've gotten to a place where you're like, Hey, look, I, I need help putting the kids to bed or Or
0: even like in homeschool. I'm like, I'm really good at this, but Like, will you teach our kids how to do taxes and teach them PowerPoints and teach them skills that maybe like I'm not passionate about or like super knowledgeable or or good at?
1: And being okay with recognizing that neither of you have all knowledges and you're a much better team at teaching your kids what you are good at rather than trying to pretend to be good enough for all those things. And so I think it, it it's a normal inclination to not open up about what's hard for you because you're either trying to be perfectionistic or you're trying to be controlling controlling, or you don't trust your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe they've, maybe they kind of have not merited that trust. Like it's possible that they haven't.
0: I think they, I think maybe they haven't merited that trust and then you just stay in this cycle. Right. So then they are like, well, I'm just going to stop trying to help. Yeah. yeah. And then, then just resentments build up on both sides. And- yeah.
1: And so what I would say is if you're in a, in a spot like that, which I think there probably were some areas where, frankly, there were some key, what you felt like were key, and I wasn't good at the keys. And so I think having the conversation and say, hey, look, I need some help in this area, putting the kids to bed. Here's some things that I've found is valuable.
0: Or that they, that works really well or they yeah. really enjoy so it yeah so something
1: like like i, I it seems like there was something around like timing like like if we feed them by this time and you don't immediately go from feeding to bed mm-hmm then they can transition. If you let Benny know that, hey, we're going to be going to bed in the future, that helps him to transition yeah. better than if you're just like, all right, guys, turn off the TV, we're going to bed. Yeah. Right. There were things and awarenesses that you had because you had been involved in those roles a little bit more. And, I, and so I think it's valuable for you to say as a spouse, hey, I'd like to share with you some of the things that I, I see and that work for me. But I also, when I give this trust over to you, I'm gonna let you do it your way. Yeah. And if it ends up that they're not in bed till 10:30, then they're not in bed till 10:30. And and if you want to, and and but we might
0: need to reevaluate. Yeah. And why it, why that happened? Yeah.
1: And if you want to talk to me about it, but if but if you seem to be okay that it took till 10:30 for them to go to bed, I'm not gonna gripe and moan it about you. You know. Um. I I think another one that was we hard might
0: need f- to course correct. Because multiple nights of 10.30 with well, I young saying, kids.
1: Yeah, I think it's fair to say, hey, you know, this. Th- so babe, can I talk to you? I really appreciate you helping me put the kids to bed. And I feel like it's taking a while and that's making them grouchy in the morning. Yeah. I don't want to take it back over, but can, would you be open to some ideas?
0: Yeah. Uh, this also made me just have a thought mm-hmm. um, of like of when it's come to discipline yeah. our kids. Yes. Like you'll... Like we'll be talking and you'll be like, well, we just need to do this. And I'm like, okay, no, no, no let's talk because that's actually going to make my life harder.
1: Yes, yes. And so. Ooh, that's a bonus. That's a bonus key to parenting is before one parent implements something new or a shift in how things are being done. You
0: really do need to talk about
1: Pause it. and make sure both partners are going to back up that. Thing.
0: And that it's it's gonna work well for both partners. Yes, yeah,
1: because I can do this. All right, if you don't go to bed, no video games tomorrow. And
0: I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like oh, who's gonna have to listen to them whine about not yeah. being on video don't, games? Don't all ever
0: long? decide a punishment in yeah. the heat of the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just don't Which, which then we I'd, I'd say, okay, well, but it's not fair because they don't they don't trust anything's gonna happen to them. So what are we need, right. consequences so we, we can't agree yeah. to? Yeah, and then we discuss that. And so maybe we can talk about consequences um with kids sometime in the future. So all right. Well hopefully these keys, including yeah, the bonus the, key. Was that all? That was all.
0: Oh, wow. We just got sidetracked just a little bit. Hmm? Yeah,
1: good conversation. It was
0: good content, guys, though. All right. We could do a whole podcast how I do birthday week.
1: Yes, Just <laughs> I'm sure that's what everybody's <laughs> wanting to hear.
0: Whoa,
1: I mean, no, that did that sound like they that wouldn't? sounded a little rude? Okay, <laughs> so guys, let us know if you want to hear all about how to celebrate birthday week. I know you don't, it's okay. Okay, all right. Well, with that being said, we are going to wrap up the podcast. So, wrapping up here, let's recap on these three keys.
0: Okay, the break. first one. Talk about it before you become a parent, or better yet, before you even get married.
1: Absolutely. Number two, create your parenting reality together.
0: Yeah, be on the same page. And then open up on what's hard for you so you can allow your partner to step in and their strengths can help support maybe what you're not great at.
1: So, I hope this has been valuable for you. And guys, next week, we actually already recorded it. It's going to be a good one. Always getting vulnerable
0: oh gosh yeah tune in because I talk about um some things about how I have struggled with being seen and how that is a control problem for me
1: <laughs> so subscribe share if you feel like this has been impactful we so appreciate it and we really do we'll see you next week
0: bye